what was your motivation of writing, like sharing so much helpful information in the SDN community? Yes. For a guy who says, I don't really give a fuck. Because this is like 2011, 2012, Michael, right? This isn't the 2019 Michael. Yeah. So like what, like you always say like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's a good question. It's a good question, right? But yet you've helped like people like me out five years later and, you know, you've changed so many people that you probably don't even know of. So for a guy that says, I don't give a fuck, you give a lot of, like, you're caring a lot for the student doctor network community. I did care. Like I did. I did. I genuinely do want to help people. Yes. Which is very empathetic of you. Yes. Yes. Um, at the time, like my, my ambitions for USMLE were a mix of wanting to help people on the community, in the community, but also had a, I had a chip on my shoulder of needing my father's approval. That was, that's a separate discussion. That's why I went yeah. into medicine ultimately. Like I told, I told you how like I grew up in uh, Jewish suburbia and how it was all about medicine and law. And like, I talk about that, but it's like, I went into medicine for my dad, not for me. That was no, like, it, so but, uh, this is like, but, but this is actually, but this is actually, yeah. I can, I want to converge a little bit more because we could literally talk for hours and hours about this stuff. Um, when I fucked up those two rotations and I had to get really serious about medicine and I thought about, I thought about this, you have top board scores and now you fucked up two rotations. You'll still be able to match. That was the lucky thing. I could still, yeah. especially if I were interested in like, you know, peds and stuff by the end of med school, which I was, but I thought about it. And even with good, bo- even with good board scores, if you have like, if, if you have certain adversities on your transcript, that eliminates you from some of the most competitive. Like maybe I wouldn't get into Yale anymore. Even if I had like a PhD in, in research and all this like uh, research pertinent to the residency and stuff, like even with all of these accolades, like if you have certain setbacks there, it sort of eliminates you from the most prestigious of the prestigious. And I, cause I feel like, they're not going to care so much about your rotation grades because number one, it wasn't like in the U.S. So and number two, it's like they yeah, know it's subjective. Yeah. Well, let, let me like just let me just let me right? just let me just finish this point. So, yeah. I remember at the time this was maybe around 2014 or so. I had a student. He was very ambitious. He wanted to do vascular surgery, and I remember having this conversation with him over Skype, yeah. and. He was so interested in vascular surgery that, which by the way, he scored in the two sixties on the step. So he, he was so interested in vascular surgery that I said, would you go to Wyoming to do it? He was like, absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember him saying, I remember that response because for me, it was like, would I do like surgery at university of Rochester or in North Dakota or something? And I remember my answer was no, I wouldn't. Which that was the beginning of the process of asking myself, like, how much am I in it for the actual career then? Like, he's willing to do it anywhere because it's his passion. I'm like, that says a lot about my passion, quote unquote, if I'm not willing to do it anywhere. So what? I might chase, like, I'd be willing to do it at Yale because why? I'm chasing the prestige. That's what I'm chasing. And then I said, why am I chasing the prestige? It's because I have a chip on my shoulder because I'm seeking parental approval. 
that was the beginning. That was the unlock. Like it was failing those two rotations. It was failing those two rotations that got me thinking about if I can't go to the most prestigious of the prestigious, then I don't want it at all. And I said, that's mm -hmm. weird. Maybe I'm not in it for the surgery, for the career, the way I thought I was. And it was that process of like asking myself why I was in it. And that was how I drew the link to, I'm, I was in this for parental approval. Yeah. And I talk about being interested in family medicine and, and uh, pediatrics and stuff, which was truly the case by the end of med school. Like my genuine interests, my genuine interest at the end of med school was in family medicine. Because I had, I, as I said, even though I didn't pass the actual on-site rotation was incredible. I loved it. Right. Um, so moving to Japan, I remember I was chatting with a... I was chatting with an intensivist, so an ICU specialist. And he was asking me what I wanted to do after med school. And I told him I was interested in like going to textbook writing and stuff. But I cite that right now. I mentioned that right now because yeah. when I told him that, I had always been telling people that through third year and stuff. But when I told yeah. him that in fourth year, I remember thinking like, do I really though? Like, do I really? Like maybe I was just interested in going down that route. Sure, I have like, you know, maybe the, the information is interesting, but maybe I was looking to go down that route because it's just more about parental approval. Like going, getting into a prestigious residency or like building this textbook empire. Maybe this is just part of that same realm of seeking like my father's approval. It's just, a, it was just seeking approval. That's all it was. That was the drive to like achieve like, like a, a prestigious medical career. It was somehow to get my father's approval. I'm not blaming my dad. I'm just able as a 32 year old to identify like the source of my thought process. Um, right. And then I thought about like, what do I want to do for me? And I would say a big, big, big transition point was our medical school was really, really stupid in that they got rid of the fourth year elective and replaced it with, a critical care elective, but it was pass fail. And on the rotation, all you had to do was these online modules, just pass them. And, yeah. but there were no exams. You didn't have to study. It was all for you. If you wanted to study all the critical care, you could, but it was just a pass fail rotation. All you had to do was, all you had to do was show up. And I remember I did the modules, but I didn't study at all. All I did was focus on foreign language. I was, I was like studying Hebrew at the time. Wait, why? I just was. I know, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, in my spare time, I was focusing on Hebrew. Like, I grew up, like, reading Hebrew, like, in Hebrew school. Yeah. Stuff. But I started, like, memorizing some vocabulary. And I thought about moving to Israel, like, uh, doing an immersion school there. Oh, wow. Um, and then I visited Japan New Year's 2015, going on 2016. I, was, I came to Osaka for three days, and I was just, like, done. Um, this is it. This is it. Like I knew I didn't, it was no relative thing. I didn't have to compare it. I didn't have to like compare and contrast with other places I could go. Like I just knew I was like, I'm coming here. And then through my last six months in medical school, I, I was applying to uh, different schools here. I applied to a couple schools, one in Tokyo, one here in Osaka. And I ended up coming to Osaka. 
Um, my last six months of med school, like I was just studying Japanese in my spare time. I like tapioca oh. cafes and stuff. Like that's what I was doing. Like my, my mind wasn't even medicine. It was just finish. It was just be serious, like finish your rotations. My last six months of med school was nothing other than just like doing everything I needed to do to pass my rotations and just studying Japanese in my spare time. That was it. My so knowledge. You, you didn't, sorry. You didn't even apply for residency or anything like that, right? No, 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 no. Like, so you knew at that point, like, yeah, my not, my not right? basically my knowledge from like my USMLEs carried me through med school because all I did was just study Japanese during my fourth year of medicine. That's what I did pretty much. Yeah. Hold on one second. Yeah, sure.